0: Okay, so welcome back, right? <laughs>
1: yes, our part, is it
0: four now? Yeah, it, we're talking about part four, which we want to talk about body care products and personal care products and all those things because we may not think, you know, we may think that we go to the store and we pick out these different products that we want to use, and, but we don't think about how they can contain toxins Mm. you know and unfortunately um, there are many toxins that probably get inside of us from these products maybe even more than the environment because we're applying them directly to our skin you know so that's just something to think about right
1: it is it is
0: and hello welcome to the real food and drinks lifestyle podcast we are building a community to talk about nutrition lifestyle choices and just feeling better this is shonda
1: and this is patrice
0: let's just be real here's our disclaimer We do not professionally practice in any of the various subjects that we discuss. We are only sharing our personal experiences with you to a healthier lifestyle. Please do your own research before taking part in any of these practices. Yeah,
1: let's get right into it. Uh, I think we talked about uh, body care products such as lotions and uh, moisturizers and Wow. When you talk about sunscreen, that just right away, I think about that. I know we're advised to put on sunscreen to block the harmful rays, but at the same time, we need to be mindful. We're not putting harmful products on.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I know like in, um, sunscreens and body care moisturizers. Is this what we're talking about now? Like parabens were high on the list of ingredients that are considered toxins. And I think Mm -hmm. they're mostly considered hormone disruptors and things like that. So, you know, uh, if you go to EWG's website and we have some links below this podcast and they describe all these things that we may talk about in detail, because there's like, reproductive toxicity. Mm. There's, uh, you know, our respiratory toxicity and what did I say? Did I, I just said reproductive, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's something else, but there is out there and we'll definitely put the link out there. I was trying to remember all of them, all the different, uh, categories that they hit on, but, uh, yeah, parabens are high end sunscreen, sunscreens are very toxic. The basic Mm. ones that, I mean, there are so many out there, Um, but you know, I think just a little sun exposure a day is, is, is healthy for us. Right. So
1: Oh, I definitely agree. A a little exposure is good, but there is the overdoing it part. So Mm -hmm. we're not discouraging you from using a sunscreen. Mm -hmm. We're just saying, be aware of the Mm -hmm. ingredients in the sunscreen you choose. And, and it's been a long time, but I used to, I, is it sunscreen? That's like zinc or it's like white. It was supposed to be without a lot of extra stuff. Right. And I may, it may not look as pretty <laughs> but it was protecting you from the sun because i know when the kids did track they would be out there for hours so at that point it's a good time especially around the face to have um just well researched or just some sunscreen you uh, feel is healthier
0: okay yeah and when you said zinc that reminded me of uh like zinc oxide yeah, I don't know what the brand is, but it's like for baby bottoms, like for diaper rash. So zinc oxide is good for the skin. Zinc is good for the skin. So yeah, yeah, you just brought that to my attention. You know, I heard that eating your vegetables is good for your skin and to protect you against the sun's rays, the more vegetables and fruits because of the antioxidants. So they you know, help protect against cancer. And most people wear sunscreens to protect their skin against cancer. Well, if you're getting lots of fruits and vegetables, you're getting your antioxidants, which is gonna protect your skin. So I just wanted to throw that in there.
1: That's a We're not talking
0: about love. food today, but, you know, um, that is one way to protect your skin also.
1: you are about the importance of a plant-based or the, the benefits of a plant-based
0: diet. Right. Yeah. So baby products. Um, Wow. I mean, we don't want to start putting toxins on our babies, right? I mean, and many of us, I know I have done so without knowing, I was not aware of this. And I mean, the top products, when I googled, you know, baby products, and I looked at them at the EWG website, they were very high in toxins, unfortunately, some of the most popular brands.
1: Exactly. So it is unfortunate. I, I'm like most people. Uh, when the kids were young, I was getting, we're not going to name names, but certain brands that are very well known. And you even know their sense. And those very scents are indication of the um toxicity, there's toxins in there, a lot of extra ingredients. I, I'm thinking about the children because there's just, there's so little, but the diapers, and I understand that it's convenient to have the disposable diapers. I'm not saying this is for everyone, but there are people who have chosen to for at least the first few months, go to the cloth diapers that we wash, the old-fashioned way. And even if you can't do that, maybe you're a busy single mother, you work a lot of hours. There are different kinds of disposable diapers because they will say some are chlorine-free, or I don't remember exactly what they're free of, but that's saying, you know, traditional diapers, uh, the disposable have perfumes, they have, they have chemicals in them where if you're doing the cloth diapers, you're not having to deal with that. And other brands of the disposal diapers will limit that. Yeah, good point. Again, we're not focusing on food, but just like reading labels for our food, we need to read the labels for the products, especially for our our young ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because some of those fragrances I did see on EWG's website, they, they do um, disrupt many organs of the body, you know, organ system toxicity and, and your eyes and your lungs and skin. So fragrance, when you see fragrance, it's, it's probably not good when you see fragrance listed on a label. Um, we can have natural fragrances like essential oils and things, which we'll touch on a little bit later. And there are some links that uh, I'm going to provide to make your own products that mm. include some essential oils as fragrances. But when you see that on just a commercial brand, you probably want to avoid that item because
1: they can be highly toxic fragrances. Yeah. can Definitely. And getting back to the babies, um, even like you mentioned, uh, or we, well, there are lotions, bath bombs or bubble baths. Mm -hmm. I know growing up, we used to love those, but especially for young ladies, it can be an irritant. So we, we want to just be mindful and read those labels. If you're having a time with pronouncing the words, then maybe that's not the product that you want to use. And then there's also the, we'll talk about later, but you can make your own products. That's a
0: very good point. Like you said, if you can't pronounce it, you probably don't want it and look at the Mm -hmm. labels. And so then we're still on baby care and then, you know, children, you know, toothpaste. So. And then they add all these colors to make it pleasing to the eye. And these colors are toxic. If you see like F, D, and C, I think it's yellow and blue, those are toxic. You can find more information on EWG's website by just putting those in uh, the link that we're gonna provide here, but you can read all about you know the different things and why it's toxic there.
1: So hey goodness for these links, because we are not an expert and it's an exhaustive list that EWG has done all the work for us. So it's a great reference for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's EWG's skin deep website. So that link is below. We're going to keep reminding you about it because it's really important and really helpful. So, um, so that kind of talk we talked, you talked a little bit about bath soaps and hand Mm -hmm. soaps and antibacterial sprays, again, you know, fragrances and other things in there that, you know, contain toxins. Um, but, you know, alternatives there are Castile soaps, mm. which are easily found as just a basic soap. And sometimes they have essential oils added to them, or you can add your own essential oils mm. to them. And you mentioned earlier about like going to farmer's markets. Farmer's markets are a popular place to find uh, handmade soaps, right? And so you can talk to the vendor there and ask them what's in this soap, how is it made? And, you know, why is this good for me? Or or are there toxins in here? You know, so.
1: You're right. They're excited to share how they make their products and what they're made of. They're not trying to shy away from that. So that's a great resource. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay. So let's move on to deodorant and body sprays.
1: Yeah. Wow. The body sprays and, well, deodorants, let's start there. That's a simpler one for me. I was able to, you know, make a change. There are, are alternatives because it's mainly not just deodorant, but when it's deodorant, I believe it is. Yeah. anti um, Yes. Yeah. Those have uh, aluminum. So you can find the, the aluminum free options. And um, there's a lot of, if you Google, I think it's milk and magnesia. There are other alternatives to the traditional um, aluminum heavy uh, deodorants and, yeah. and aluminum is not good for us.
0: And so, yeah, two things. Aluminum has been found to be a link to Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the antiperspirant's that block the lymph nodes and the sweat glands. And so all those toxins back up into your glands and cause breast
1: cancer. Yeah. Good to know. That's why we want to look at alternatives and we can start changing to those. So
0: when we're talking about body sprays, we're just still I'm I'm taking back to the idea of fragrances. What are those fragrances? You know, recently I was at a um, store, it's a sprout store and uh, it's a grocery store, but in their essential oil section, they have some body sprays that are made using those essential oils. You know, those options are there if you like it. But yeah, again, avoid fragrances.
1: Yes, yes. If you cannot read half the ingredients, yeah.
0: And you know Maybe what not. I'm reminded of deodorants, especially in body sprays that are aerosol, you know, like the cans, those are so toxic and they stick around in the air forever. They don't leave, you know, and so you're constantly breathing those in and you're getting, you know, things into your respiratory system, Avoid and it.
1: Yes, you're right, and they I thought they were outlawed for the deodorants at one point. they're not good for the environment either.
0: yeah, yeah, okay, so we want to avoid those. So I do have a link to some deodorant sprays and this was mostly women links <laughs> to deodorant sprays and like the alternative and the things that I use so it's, it's 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 out there so you can just go out there and go to the links and find what you need or what you're looking for. so. And I don't know about this one. I I just I just just trying to list everything about like shaving creams and things because I know a lot of people use shaving creams Mm. and I thought maybe just soaps and um, a moisturizer after you, you know, shave would Mm. would suffice. I'm not sure I know men need after the shaving cream, they use something to like close the pores. So I think like maybe like witch hazel or something on a cotton ball would probably do like a, like a toner or something. I think like to make sure you close up any cuts or nicks. You know, I did not research that, but uh, I'm sure that would suffice. Sounds like what I would try
1: if I had to shave. <laughs> well, that's a good point. I don't shave often, but um, now that you're mentioning it, I could just shave with just some basic soap and water and then use shea butter afterwards. Mm-hmm. And speaking of shea butter, it's also a nice thing, even on your child's skin. I mean, the hundred percent shea butter with nothing added, you can get that. And then also for moisturizing the hair too, it's like a, a head to toe <laughs> type of, of, uh, product that you can use.
0: Yeah, I've never sure. tried shea butter for hair because I've the one, the shea butter that I buy is really, really thick and dense. So I'm not sure. You just have to rub, rub, rub,
1: rub, rub. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, the whipped body butter recipe that I put out there uses shea butter and coconut oil and essential oils. And I mean, if you do it properly, it is light and fluffy. So wow, that's probably
1: good for shaving.
0: Uh, probably is yeah. so. Okay, you you mentioned hair, so I find that a lot of hair products now advertise paraben free, mm. sulfate free, you know, and and things like that. So it's it's a little bit easier to find it. But I still, when I'm at the store looking at it, I still put it in the EWG database just to see if I'm going to buy something. So. What shampoos, conditioners, hair products? Let's talk about other things that I think women may not use as much, as many women may not, but permanent relaxers or permanent curls, you know, and things like that. I know growing up, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm a different age now, but back growing up, I mean, that was a very popular. And those things, I think that's probably the most toxic thing we could ever put on our on our body. Or wow. permanent yeah. hair curls and, and relaxers and things. I mean, those smelled, I mean, they burned immediately. I mean, you know, it was just such a bad thing. And so,
1: yes, thank goodness. A lot of people have just chosen not to do those, not to apply them anymore. And many beauticians have said, I, I, I can't keep applying these. I don't service people who want that because they were taking it in Mm -hmm. and they found it was impacting their health in a negative way. So that's a very good point that if people are still doing that, because a lot of people aren't, but if they are, be aware of what is the product you're using uh, and see there's alternatives to what you're using. And I have to mention permanent color too, because there's a lot of coloring of hair uh, and there are other options. Instead of the permanent, the perms and permanent color and perm, just all these things where, like you said, you can smell them and they don't smell good. They're not good for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, use the website, find an alternative that Mm -hmm. is lower in toxicity. That's a good one. And we did talk about toothpaste a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm just reminded of fluoride. You know, I know many may not agree, but... It's a great
1: debate still, Shonda.
0: I know it is, but I have chosen not to use fluoride. I think many dentists don't use fluoride in the uh, polish for adults, but they still use it for children. So Mm -hmm. I found that odd. So that was a real surprise. But, you know, and then so when we're talking about toothpaste... You know, there's colors, again, the blue, the yellow, the whatever, red. I mean, they're all, you know, toxic and uh, we want to avoid those. So just get plain toothpaste, fluoride-free toothpaste using natural ingredients. And you can, if you're desperate and you just really want to avoid it, baking soda.
1: Wow, my father grew up in a family. Of Eleven baking soda and lemon juice was their toothpaste. They couldn't afford anything else, mm-hmm.
0: and that's, so that's great like, whitening, right? <laughs> baking soda and <laughs> yeah, maybe throw a little coconut oil in there or something, and we've got some good toothpaste. And I know there are a lot of brands out there that have changed their formula, so just look for it through EWG or like like I said, EWG now has those. Certified friendly products on Amazon. So there's a link there in the show notes too. Um, so now, but here's the big one. Here is the big one. So hair products are high on women's list, but what about cosmetics? Mm. Especially yeah. Especially in the younger group and maybe the older group. I think we're kind of in the middle where, I don't know, are we in the middle
1: where we're just like, not you really using that many or or don't really use cosmetics, but I've had relatives and friends where they did use them and they moved to more responsibly made cosmetics. So there are options out there. I know for the younger ladies, though, if they're wearing makeup often, it's a cost issue, honestly, um, to get the better products with less toxi- toxins, unfortunately they're more expensive. So maybe you look at how much or how frequently I wear makeup because there is a lot of toxicity there.
0: Yeah. And I think though, some of the popular brands, I don't know what makes them popular or not, but like Burt B's products are usually low on the toxicity level. If you look at the EWG website, but i think their products are kind of in line with some of the more popular brands you know that are just as expensive i think their their price is comparable for that i agree product. with you
1: they just don't have as much of an offer. I'm thinking about the persons who are really into makeup with the Mm. contrasting, the bases, the The powders. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I went and listed all these things and I'm like, wow, that is a lot. I mean, you know, concealers, foundation, mascara, eyeliners, powders, lipsticks, nail polishes, which I haven't even used. And, you know, it was funny because I saw uh, someone posts about this nail polish is vegan. I'm like, I never even thought about nail polish, not being vegan. That was just something that uh, caught my attention. So, I mean, there's just so many, uh, ingredients that can go on a product. That's mm. just, you know, that's just the point. There's so many ingredients that, you know, it's like, Ooh, wow. So yeah, I have not used nail polish in a few years now, but I'm sure there's some non toxic things out there. And I know some grocery stores like the Sprouts and like Whole Foods and things mm-hmm. carry some makeups. I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's not like the high style stuff. It's just the basic stuff. But, you know, if you want just a little enhancement, that's one place you can look or back on Amazon's certified mm-hmm. EWG product list. So, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, and think about it, you're putting them near your eyes, you're putting them near your mouth, your nose. So we just want to be careful. Yeah,
1: research, do your research. And and we're not telling you how to live your life. We're just encouraging you to be aware about what you're putting on and in your body, and to be more intentional. And and maybe you just make some different choices. Maybe choose not to wear makeup seven days a week. Um, instead fewer days a week uh, things like that but just do your research yes we're
0: encouraged. yeah that's really good advice yeah yeah not every day <laughs> if you're going to use it not every day definitely okay so I think that was it you know I may put a link to some of these other things uh, I know uh, so let's retract just one instance what about the Is it talcum powder that was highly used for babies? Remember, it was in baby powder, but I think now the message is out and it had a high risk for cancer. So we want to make sure we're avoiding that. We don't want to say, well, this is old school and whatever, but we have high incidence of cancers now. So, you know, we want to avoid that.
1: That's a good point. I I remember myself in the day, it it was the thing to do. You feel fresh, you smell fresh. But then now I see those commercials. If you're suffering from female cancers that are specific to females and then respiratory. So you're right. That's a good heads up. If there's anyone still doing that, there's other things to keep yourself fresh.
0: Yeah. So be sure to check the show notes, go to the WG website, database the link is there and a few products uh, recipes using essential oils and just basic things that you can find in your home that you would use like baking soda coconut oils or different skin oils and and things like that to prepare these products that's exciting so i think
1: that's all we have for Sharing today. And if anyone listening has anything they want to share with us in the community, send it to us. Send us the information. We love to share information and have information shared with us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'll be really good.
1: Thanks, everyone. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, you can catch show notes and additional details at realfoodanddrinks.com under the podcast menu. Also, subscribe to our podcast if you aren't already a member of our community. And if listening through Anchor, please send us a message of topics you would like to hear us have conversations about. Until next time, let's just be real.